Love some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Well, howdy, 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 and a happy new year to all of you. We're so grateful that you're joining us. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. I have the incredible opportunity to be the chief wagon boss of this operation, running the board, Michael Deadshot Arpaio. He gets it right every time, the first time. That's why we love working with Salem Media and KNUS. Producer Jamie Urker, the mighty one. And on the show today, normally we have to give kind of like cowboy middle names. This guy already has a middle name, Biff, the ambassador of Soul Gore. He's a, um, gosh, such a wonderful friend to the Centennial Institute. In fact, if anything ever happens to the Western Conservative Summit and we need a guy to lead that show, he is the man right there, ready to go. Uh, he's been with the Western Conservative Summit since 2016. Let me give you just a le- little brief overview of who we're going to be talking to today, because uh, you're going to love hearing from Biff. He's an associate pastor of worship and care at Highline Community Church. He's a member of the Board of Trustees at Colorado Christian University, father of seven. His beautiful wife, Marilyn, is such a joy to be around. They really have such a great family. He was on the show, The Voice. And I believe it was a four-seat turnaround. He's saying a change is going to come. Team Usher, I believe, picked him up. We'll get all these details. Friends, please welcome to the show, Dr. Biff Gore. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. So, Dr. Gore, it's the new year. We're very excited for 2023. I think a lot of us are looking at 2022 going I'm ready to move past that. Uh, it was not a good year for for the stock market, for those of us who care about conservative values in the public square. Uh, we need a little hope. Is there hope in this time, in this new year? And what should people kind of hang their hat on right now? I think there is hope. And um, hope comes in the, in the fact that we see things through a different lens than the rest of the world. Our our lens comes from a, a, a biblical worldview um, that says that there's going to be trouble, but that we serve someone who's greater than the trouble, and he's the greatest overcomer ever. And so I hang my hat on that in 2023. I, I We had lunch the other day, and we were kind of you know lamenting the direction of the state of Colorado. And this show is listened to by people all over the world, which is great. We're glad that you're with us. Uh, A majority of us live here in the state of Colorado. And, you know, we're not in the business at Colorado Christian University of getting anybody elected. We're not in campaign politics or partisan politics or candidates or parties or anything like that. But we we have a worldview and our worldview is rooted in Christ. And in in many ways, it feels like uh, the values that we share sanctity of life, traditional family values, strong families, a strong connection to our faith. I mean, goodness, we're now into two U.S. Supreme Court cases just basically targeting Christians who want to live out their faith in Colorado. It's a hard time to be here. And both of us were a little little bummed about what's happening in our state. And I'm not sure we, we came to a lot of conclusions through our lunch, but as you've had time to reflect on what we should be doing as Christians in the state, 
when we're we're not in the majority, um, our values aren't shared. What what do we do for those of us that are in politics and and care about laws and policies? What what do we do now in this state? You know, I think we um, we get out and we get out our entrenching tool and we dig a deeper hole, not to get in for uh, hiding, but to get in to entrench ourselves for the battle. And uh, we need to one encourage ourselves in the Word of God, and two. Um, we need to encourage the body of Christ to be a little more, to do more, to do the things that, that Jesus told us to do, and that is to occupy until he comes um, and to be yeast in the in a positive way. And that we, how come we're not being the influencers? If we are following the one who has all of the power and all the resources, why, why, why are we living, why is the church living in such a defeated state? And um, I don't, I don't. When I say that, I'm, I'm not talking about the big C. I'm not talking about the the one that Jesus said that that you know the gates of hell will not prevail against. But I'm talking about the church. Period. We need to wake people up. We need to really rally the troops. And I know we, that sounds like the clarion call every four years, right? Oh, this is the greatest election. Oh, this is the great. We've got to do this. We really do have to do it, and we have to really teach people that being. Really, Switzerland and any culture is not being neutral is what I mean. And any culture is all it does is it causes you eventually it will come back on you and you pay you pay the biggest uh, cost to not doing anything. Well, and so we, uh, yeah, uh, we need to wake up. <laughs> we need to wake up. Yeah, I had an op-ed on that recently. Uh, come on, church, wake up. Uh, Al, Moore, Al Moeller, who's um. Uh, the president of Southern Seminary kind of talked about the role that Christians have in the public square that, uh, you know, a lot of us will harken back to the early church. And were they involved in politics and in public policy? Well, sort of, but not 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 to a major degree. Right. Um, but he points out that we live in a very unique time in history. There is no Caesar that we have to deal with. There's no uh, king monarchy that from on high tells us what the laws are going to be. We're a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. So in many ways, as Christians, we have a bigger role and responsibility in engaging in the public square than even you know those that came before us that lived under monarchies, and you couldn't change anything, and you just kind of had to deal with what, what was ever forced upon you. So now we we have the opportunity to change things, and we we should be. So Dr. Gore, you are a pastor. And I imagine you're going to be giving uh, New Year messages. Uh, what is what is the message to the body of Christ spiritually in the new year? Um, what what is the message that you're going to be sharing this year? Let me back. Let me let me um, let me let me just say one thing. You know, at the beginning of the of this great republic, there were groups of men, groups of clergy who actually. Uh, um, paid some some pretty significant costs, like the Black Robe Society. Those are clergies who, th th those are clergy who um, who stood up and said, "We will not live under the tyranny of uh, of the British government, and we will fight alongside, um, you know, the Minutemen and and the um, uh, and 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 curb this this uh, form of tyranny that was coming upon uh, the United States." And they were some of the some of those the survivors of those were the ones who sort of instituted helped to institute the great awakening that happened here in the United States. So clergy the cl clergy have have um had an incredible role in the history of the church uh, here in the United States. 
And I think one of the messages that we need to, um, here's the thing. I think that if, if the church was doing its job and evangelizing, you wouldn't see half the problems that you see today mm. because the gospel is so powerful that it changes people's hearts. Right. It'll cause a blind man to eyes to, turn, to to open. People would get off drugs. The desire for um, for recreational drugs which was so diminished because of the influencing power of the Holy Spirit. But why are pastors are, are pastors actually teaching that, preaching that, and 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 talking about how to live a um, how to live a moral life? Um, and you and you know we can talk about living a moral life uh, outside of Jesus, but. Without the power of Christ living on the inside of you, I, I just don't even know. Um, I mean, you know, moralism only lasts for a season. But and and uh, I, I've often shared this. You know, I came to faith when I was about sixteen years old, and I remember trying to read the Bible prior to that. And if you don't have the Holy Spirit in your heart, the Bible doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's boring. It's long. Uh, the rules seem outdated, and you're just kind of like, well, uh, I'm I'm gonna essentially ignore this book. And then when you have the power of the Holy Spirit, it's almost like it unlocks the Bible. So all the teachings make more sense. And it's, it almost speaks directly to your heart and you, you have a roadmap now. And so you're exactly right. Dr. Biff Gore, uh, ambassador of soul, uh, pastor at Highline Community Church is that when, uh, if we don't have the gospel at the center of what we're doing, everything else we're doing just doesn't make sense. I mean, I, I could tell you what it's like to go down to the state capitol and try to be like, hey, you know, maybe parents should be the primary people guiding the direction of our children's lives. And they look at me like, uh, uh, you, you awful, hateful person. Why would you say such a thing? I mean, it's, uh, uh, it is really a, at, the, at, at the core, it's a spiritual issue. It is a spiritual issue. But I also think that just like you know, we need to be um, we need to be equipping this, the saints to. I mean, Jesus said, "Go make disciples." He didn't say, "Go make me large." Uh, um, don't go fill up large rooms with people and make converts. He said, "Make disciples." Mm -hmm. And so, in making disciples, part of that is we have a we have a um, we have a duty to our government leaders as well. They, according to Romans chapter thirteen, they are they bear the sword for a reason. And they um, they are ministers of the gospel on the justice side of um, of the church, right? Or the or the justice side of of religion, and God put government in place so that if people are doing bad things, um, this this corrective this corrective uh, group who bears a sword for a reason can come in and do what's right. Well, we need to be shaping as the body of Christ. We need to be helping to shape those opinions of the people who are writing the laws. And so I think one of the messages that need to, that needs to come out of the pulpits is get involved in local government, get involved in helping to shape the policies that you have to live under. If the government came out tomorrow and said, we're going to raise your taxes by 75% so that we can do whatever we want to do, people would be up in arms about that. And I think the church People in the church should be up in arms anyway um, about to, uh, about laws and rules that come out that are very tyrannical. Um, Dr. And, Gore, we're up against a commercial break here, so we're going to continue this conversation. I'm talking with Dr. Biff Gore of Colorado Christian University. 
You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour. 